0: Hello and welcome back to the IDC Tech Talk podcast. I am your host, Miles Dawson, and today I'm very pleased to have two guests on the show with me. We have Carla Arand and Sylvia P.I. Hello to you both. Hello. Hello, Miles. Hi. Just to start off, um, I wonder if you could give, uh, very quickly, just give an overview of your coverage at IDC and uh, what your specialism is. So, Sylvia, did you want to go first?
1: Sure. So, Hello everyone, my name is Cynthia Pia, I'm Senior Research Manager within uh, IDC Health Insights and I lead uh, the team that is covering Europe. Uh, we do support uh, healthcare health organization and IT vendors that are addressing the digital transformation market uh, in both health provider and life science
0: organization. Fantastic, and Carla? How about yourself?
2: Yes, uh, my name is Carla Arendt and I head up our cloud research for Europe. So I look at the cloud as an enabling technology for digital transformation and how European organizations in general are embracing the cloud.
0: Brilliant. Well, thank you very very much. And uh, today we are focusing on on our good friend, the cloud, but uh, particularly the adoption of the cloud technology in the healthcare industry. So I want to start off by um, asking a quick question about, if you you look at some previous studies we've done on this topic, you'd think that uh, healthcare providers are a little bit reluctant to adopt a cloud strategy. So my curiosity is, is this still the case today? And there. Sylvia, what do you think?
1: Uh, yes, I would say that the short answer is yes, so healthcare providers are certainly still reluctant. If we look at the type of deployment they are currently using or plan to use, it's mostly private, and in particular, enterprise private cloud, and some dedicated of the private cloud, so very conservative in a way. Nonetheless, I would say that there is some evolution. Uh, there are some interesting projects uh, coming all across Europe and they are starting right now. And they are mostly driven by the fact that cloud really aligns with uh, what is needed in the industry today. So flexibility, collaboration, a data driven approach and, and mostly patient centricity. Cloud allows that that, that flexibility uh, which, start, which traditional infrastructure, traditional delivery models does not. So. Overall we see an increase in cloud maturity, the slow uptake I think is primarily due to the fact that uh, there are a large majority of projects that are smaller and difficult to be scaled and are very defined in certain areas so the cloud still isn't a true pillar of an enterprise-wide strategy. But Carla has a much more detailed view on how cloud is adopted in European healthcare and compared to, to, to the other sector, isn't it, Carla?
2: Yes, thank you, Sylvia. So if we look at our most recent uh, European cloud view survey of more than 1,300 organisations across Europe, we find that healthcare um, organisations are slightly behind uh, the average of, uh, of European organizations. So, for example, if we look at, um, private clouds then 68% of European organizations are already using private clouds but only 74% of healthcare organizations. But, uh, but this, that still makes um, private cloud the most preferred option for healthcare providers so they are definitely investing in private cloud infrastructures to provide the agility that they need to provide um, for the hospitals. If we look at public cloud um, then we see they are uh, also lagging behind so only 52% of healthcare organizations are using uh, software as a service applications um, compared to 63% of an average organization and on um, if we look at infrastructure as a service then um, there's also an 11% gap between healthcare and other organizations.
0: So that's interesting. So, um, what do you think is holding them back from kind of diving in and embracing the cloud, like the the rest of the market? Color.
2: So, our research has shown that uh, security concerns are the biggest um, obstacle for healthcare organizations to embrace the cloud. And but that is also true for an average organization. So. So there's nothing atypical here, but I think the the security um, aspect is more pronounced for healthcare organizations because they are really dealing with very sensitive data with our uh, with patient records, right? So they need to be extra careful to make sure that um, the data that they put in the cloud is protected and that the privacy of the patients is also protected. So, so they are being extra careful uh, with putting data into the cloud. The second biggest uh, challenge that uh, they've, mentioned is um, they're afraid of downtime that could cause business interruption because if you start to depend on the cloud um, especially um, critical applications that hospitals use that they need to take care of the patients they need to be absolutely sure that there's no downtime Time And if you use the cloud, you have this um, network connection and the latency that comes from using a network that that is a risk factor as well. So that's uh, actually very specific to healthcare that downtime is the second biggest inhibitor. And then the third one is regulatory and compliance issues. And that again relates back to the sensitivity of the data that they are dealing with.
1: Yeah, and if I can add to what Carla has just said, and there are also some cultural and strategic factors that we need to consider. Uh, in particular, if we need to take in consideration the weight of legacy system in healthcare, especially in the core clinical area, uh, that provides an overall conservative approach to procurement. So we do not see a major shift in the way in which healthcare providers design the requirements when it comes to procurement. And also there is a question of cost and ROI before changing completely their computing paradigm. Uh, they really need to build a, a solid business cases that suit their organization with all its characteristics. And this does not look just an initial investment that they need to do. But also in terms of the, also the consideration that they need to, to, to make into, in terms of long-term sustainability. So organizational changes, skills, these are also factors that I think they are still holding a bit back uh,
0: uh, health providers. Okay, that's interesting. So if we look at those then who have pursued a cloud strategy, and um, what do you think are the typical trigger factors that led them to consider that?
1: I would say that uh, with key application or how infrastructure coming at end of life, many healthcare organizations started to think about how we can modernize, how can we will platform, uh, how can we answer to uh, the demand that are coming from uh, staff, from the clinical, from the clinical staff, from the from the boards for more uh, agility. So uh, uh, it's not just uh, having the latest application uh, available on mobile everywhere and uh, having the opportunity to to collaborate. It's really looking at uh, how the system can deliver a, a, a data first the very first approach and cloud can help a
2: lot yes and that's that's also what we are seeing um, today the focus is really on access to innovation and um, that is also uh, very true for hospitals where they need to look at um, new ways to analyze the data and uh, cloud can be a good place to analyze the data and to enrich the data with other data sources and to run um, machine learning or artificial intelligence algorithms on the data that they have. Um, Another use case that is emerging is around um, IoT solutions in the hospital where you collect sensor data from the patients and um, and analyze it then in the cloud so there are multiple use cases that are emerging where the cloud is um, the foundation for innovation actually and not so much uh, just for cost cutting because there's no point in moving um, traditional on-premise systems to the cloud if they haven't been architected for the cloud so the the benefits will be rather low um, in doing that. But uh, but by but for new solutions, I think it makes a lot of sense to at least consider the cloud. Yeah,
1: and to add to to Carla's point, uh, actually, where cloud projects exceed the expectation is where there is actually digital there are on digital, digital transformation project. Uh, it's based on looking at delivering new healthcare business models that are focused on cards. So really cloud actually become a a connector of all the new innovation data that we generally look at, so big data, IoT, and so forth and so on.
0: Okay, and finally, do you have any advice for a healthcare organisation that might be listening? Then They might, might be thinking, considering, investing in the cloud. Any thoughts for them at all?
1: Well, there are a lot of considerations
0: that they need to,
1: to do and there are a lot of advice that we can provide. But I think that first, they should consider... Uh, what is the primary goals for them for adapting cloud? Is it because of cost reduction? Is it because of uh, increased business agility? Is it because they need more standardization across the system? So they have to spell it out very clearly because then they need to measure the success of their cloud strategy related to these objectives and sometimes we see a bit of confusion when they are looking at the the, the cloud strategy. Uh, we just seen uh, that cloud is particularly uh, successful for digital transformation projects so within that they need to say, okay, what is what we want to achieve through cloud is increased accessibility to data is uh, uh, cost-cutting around uh, the infrastructure that we have to maintain to have more collaboration across our organization support and so on. This will help them establish the right KPIs and they will be able also to fine-tune their strategies as they go along. And also, as Carla was mentioning, there are a lot of interesting projects around data analytics. so they need to consider from the beginning how uh, cloud and these technologies will come together.
2: Yes, and maybe one piece of advice from my side as well is um, to really start with the data and understanding um, the different data types that you have in the organization um, to understand which are sensitive data and which are um, more general use data that could probably more easily be used into the cloud. And then also understanding what is necessary to also move the sensitive data to the cloud. So do you have um, encryption in place? Do you have uh, strategies for anonymization of the data or pseudonymization of the data so that the data can be uploaded to the cloud, analyzed, in the cloud in an aggregate way and then um, the results can be used. So uh, defining this information management strategy and aligning it with the cloud objectives that Sylvia mentioned but then also putting the right governance and architecture in place is critical for cloud success.
0: Alright, well thank you very much and uh, I think that is all the time we have for today so thank you all for listening and uh, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud or iTunes or wherever else you like to enjoy podcasts you can join us next time when we discuss another topic affecting the IT industry in Europe Um, if you'd like to learn more about this topic we do have a report that you might find interesting Uh, we'll stick the uh, report link in the description of the podcast but it's all about cloud adoption and digital transformation in the healthcare industry in Europe so it might be of interest. Um, and also, please do get in touch with us on LinkedIn or on Twitter. Our handle is at IDC underscore Emir, And you can also follow Sylvia or Carla, too. Uh, what are your Twitter handles? Yes, my Twitter handle is at
2: Carla underscore And my Twitter handle is at underscore
0: IDC. Fantastic. Thank you all very much, and see you next time. Thank you.
1: Thank you.